This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's flip it then, because, you know, for as much as we talked about this offense scoring a lot of points, the defense is also giving up a ton of points. They are last in the NFL in points against. They're giving up an average of 32 points a game, 225 points on the season. And to be fair, the Packers, you know, their offense is not putting up a ton of points, but this could maybe be the week that everything starts to click for a Green Bay Packers offense. Yes, fingers crossed. If you're not watching a video of this and you are listening to the audio, crossing the fingers that this is the week that the offense puts things together. Sounds like maybe Christian Watson would be able to come back. He's progressing through the protocol. Roger sounded optimistic that Lazard would be back. Um, so I think at that point, you're talking about an offense that's relatively at full strength, depending on what happens with David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. If they can both go, I think that changes everything for this Packers front and what they're able to do as far as moving the ball. Because Roger said, like, you're not going to win in this league. You're not going to win games if you can't get the ball down the field. But if you don't have the protection to stand in the pocket and get the ball down the field, you're removing like 50% of your game. So yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of like moving pieces on this offense this season and a lot of variables, I would say, that have led to their inability to score points. I think if we see the offense that came out against the Bills last week, that offense can beat the Lions. And I say that because they were moving the ball incredibly well on the ground. They were able to get some big chunk plays from Rodgers and his receivers I think if you know you're going up against obviously a a worse defense so hopefully you get those bigger plays down the field against the Lions than you do against the Bills but in the same vein I think this Packers team can win this game and be effective with their ground game as it was last week now obviously with Alan Lazard and Tunyon and Dobbs even just like stopping there that's a trio that I think Rodgers is going to utilize and lean on a little bit more. Something about Alan Lazar being back just with that like level of security and him just like being Rodgers' one this year, I think will lead to a better passing attack. But regardless, if you get A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones moving and grooving, like I don't think much else matters. Now, for me, it's less about what this Packers offense is going to be able to do against the Lions defense and more like can they – just not keep shooting themselves in the foot this week. Can you limit the amount of just unnecessary penalties? Can you, you know, keep up with this ball security momentum when you get down into the red zone? Can you get that ball in the end zone? I saw a stat this week that was saying that Aaron, while Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon have been, you know, a great tandem this season, they have very, very low production in the red zone so far this year. So I'd like to see Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers kind of use them to punch the ball in when they're at the goal line uh, and just get just get the ball in the end zone. I think this is a game. I know that they've been aggressive on fourth down. I think continue to be aggressive on fourth down in this game. Continue to like push the ball and just go for seven and not settle for three. Well, I do have good news. The Lions defense is 30th in the NFL in red zone. Um, they're allowing a touchdown on 73% of trips down there so mm -hmm. it does it just feels kind of like a get right game for the Packers and division opponents obviously never are that they never go the way you think the Packers on paper quote unquote on paper should have won a lot more games this year than they have so you can never you know just look at the stats and make your predictions but I think that's what made the Bills game 
feel like less of a loss than it was is because we talked about it on the recap show where on paper, when you looked at those stats, they won the turnover battle. They won time of possession. They were doing everything that you wanted to see them do to progress and give you confidence that they were going to have some things to build off of. And I think this Lions team gives them a lot more opportunities to build off of. Their offense is really hit or miss the Lions offense in terms of they're either giving up like five turnovers when it comes to the Cowboys or they're playing a really clean game. So if the Packers can win the turnover battle, sustain drives, get into the red zone, like you said, they're going to have opportunities to score. This is a Lions defense that's 32nd in the league on third down conversions. They're letting people convert 50% of the time. So historically this season, that's kind of where the Packers have struggled. So they're going to have opportunities to move the football and hopefully that that's what gets their offense rolling and kind of unlock some things for them. Yeah. They just have to capitalize on these important moments. I want them to come in juiced up again. Like I know that it's a 1 PM game at Ford field, but I, I need them to come in like they did against the bills with that energy, have fun. I mean, we saw a flea flicker (laughs) against the bills, like come in with some of that momentum, some of those like fun trick plays, just Pull, pull all the tricks out of the bag against this one because you have to win this game. You have to come out. You ha- Offense has to look better. It has to click, and you have to put up points, and you must beat the Lions this week for your season. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's hard to – we said, like, against the Commanders, like, you can't say, oh, you know, going three and four is a season ender. Even against the Bills, three and five isn't necessarily a season ender. But if you drop another game to a division opponent in the NFC and you're sitting at three and six – with only eight games left to play, that's it. I mean, I just, it seems insurmountable at that point. So I think, you know, we talked about this is not a very good Lions defense, but the one player that they have is Aiden Hutchinson mm-hmm. right now on the defense. And he, as you know, I guess maybe fortunately, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this. Like, is it better for the Packers that he is an edge rusher instead of kind of lining up over, over nose? Because that kind of interior pressure seemed like it was, getting after the Packers more effectively like is Nyman going to be up to the the task this week at right tackle like that's I think that's going to be one of the sticking points of this game is if Aaron Rodgers can get away from Aiden Hutchinson (laughs) they'll be able to move the ball well hopefully they can like scheme up protections to double team Aiden Hutchinson or at least make him ineffective you know if David Bakhtiari is playing I imagine the Lions are going to want to move Hutchinson away from him and You're right. I mean, the interior pressure has been the Achilles heel of this offensive line all season. So if I'm the Lions, I'm trying to get Aiden Hutchinson over the middle. But at the same time, they don't have much of anyone else. So I think just spending the entire the entire game double teaming him or at least scheming up rollouts, like doing what you need to do to get him away and around Aaron Rodgers is the key it makes it a lot easier when you don't have a second or third weapon that you have to protect against the Lions secondary is played okay but you know they they're kind of remind me of the Packers almost where there's they've got a lot of like young guys that are really promising but they haven't lived up to necessarily some of their potential yet so I guess comparison is not living up to their potential not the makeup of those rosters but Mm -hmm. you know Alex Anzalone leads the team in past pass defense with three and he's an inside linebacker so like you know there's just a lot of quirks with this lion secondary obviously they've got Jeff Akuda who's looked really good so far this season he doesn't have a pick yet on the year so I think there's going to be opportunities 
for Rodgers to to tell his receivers like go in your one-on-ones and I think that this is a secondary that the Packers receivers will be able to especially you know if we see the kind of performances that Dobbs and Toure had against the Bills where they were starting to kind of feel what Rodgers wanted from them in that rhythm of the offense. So that's a question for you when it comes to who is going to be playing this game is there anybody from the Bills game that you expect to have their snap count increase? I do think it'll be Toure, and I think, you know, even if Lazard comes back, they want to get him more opportunities, and I thought it was really funny that um, Rodgers had said, like, in training camp, he gave Toure the nickname Captain Casual, <laughs> and he said that Toure didn't like it, and obviously it's not not a great nickname to have when you're a rookie, and it was just kind of the way that he practiced, and everything seemed kind of like half speed, and then Rodgers finally had a conversation with him about, like, I think we're going to need you. And I think you're going to be able to play some really meaningful snaps by the middle of the season. And then you just see Toure go out there and have the kind of performance that he did after Rogers had said he'd had like the best three weeks of practice, you know, to date. So I think that stuff is telling. And, you know, for as much as we talked about the comments that Rogers made about, you know, guys needing to have their snap count decrease if they're not performing, if they're making mistakes, like, I think that kind of stuff is what's really motivating some of these young guys because I thought Dobbs had one of his best games so far this season. The There were less like drops. It seems like there were less mental mistakes. And that's what they're going to need if they're actually going to be able to try and make a run for a wild card spot. Well, I think also what he meant by that was I want to reward the guys who are yeah. playing well um, against the ones that maybe just need some space from the field. I think he also mentioned that he had said to Samori, like, I think you're too talented to not be playing meaningful snaps for us, which when 12 singles anybody out, like we've seen, we saw it with Lazard. He literally went to, went to LaFleur and said, I want him on the field. And now look at what Lazard has blossomed into. Like 12 has an eye for this. So if he's saying, I want more Toure because look at what he's able to do and look at the talent that he brings to this team, then I hope we see more of him. I hope we see more of Amari Rogers in the offense. I think that it's been like quite unfair to him just because he's a bad teamer doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be bad in this offense. And without Randall Cobb, you need somebody in the slot. You simply do. And Rogers threw him a big pass against the bills, a big like chunk play back shoulder fade throw that Rogers doesn't just throw to anybody. And he made a big play. So I hope that he gets rewarded for that. And we see him a little bit more in this game, really, really happy to see Kylan Hill back because I think that also helps with the kick and punt return issue at the moment, just bringing in someone new into that rotation, kind of like juice up the position, but I would really, really like to see Amari more in this taking more offensive snaps. I agree. And then the last one I've been thinking about is Josiah DeGuara. You know, we talk about like Mercedes Lewis being basically a primary blocker, which he's phenomenal at. You've got Robert Tunyon who can kind of stretch the field and is a threat in the receiving game. And Josiah DeGuara is kind of like the the Swiss army knife in the back where he lines up. He was a lead blocker on a bunch of Aaron Jones runs last week. Like he can, he can play the F he can play in the slot. Like he can line up just about anywhere. And when he's, you know, getting his opportunities, he's making the most of them. He's had some really nice blocks. He's had a couple catches, but I would like to see him, I guess, more involved in the receiving game as well, beyond just what he can do as like a lead blocker, even though whenever he's on the field, he's given it 110%. 
He really is. He had a great game. And I think so much of what he was able to do won't show up on the stat sheet because it shows up under Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon's stats. But the run game was really, really phenomenal because of him. And he was out there blocking his ass off for pretty much everybody. And I think this Packers team and this Packers offense in particular works most effectively when everybody is bought in to what their assignments are, no matter what it is. It could be like I said, not show up on the stat sheet. No one gets, you know, very few people, you know, we're the weirdos who notice when a tight end blocks effectively, but like you're not getting the recognition potentially that you feel like you deserve, but without you, that play falls apart. And that feels like what Josiah DeGuara's role has been so far. And I hope that they build off of that. And like you said, bring him more into the passing game just because of what he's been able to do for this offense. Yeah. So something I I did want to get your thoughts on because I, I think it was kind of really interesting and something that maybe we kind of glossed over in the media because there was so much going on with like, you know, trade deadlines and things. And was the comment that was made post game by Rogers about how the bills game felt like the first time all season that they were fully ready to play and how concerning, or, you know, I guess if you're not concerned by it, that it is to hear those kind of comments when you've played seven games and you're going into your eighth game and now you're finally ready to play when the season is half over. Like, did you have any like thoughts on that or, you know, maybe kind of reading between the lines, what he was trying to say there? I think I understand what he meant. I think I agree with him, right? Like this team has kind of come out and, and from the looks of it as a fan sitting on my couch, I'm like, are you awake or or do you know that like this game has started? Right. And it, it did feel different. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I don't want this team to only come out with that energy when it's bright lights, Sunday night football against, you know, an opponent that is one of the best in the league. You have to bring that energy every single game, whether it's the jets at home at one o'clock or eight 30 PM against the bills. So I hope that, it just continues forward and that he as a leader can kind of build off of that or at least utilize some of the guys that you could feel that energy off of like Jair. Um, I don't think he meant anything negative by it. I think he just likes to be honest when he's on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. I mean, I totally like, I, I agree with all those things. I guess I just wonder like what was preventing them from having that kind of energy the first couple weeks. Like we talked about, you know, before the Vikings game, like this is a game that you you would think you get up for. It's a division rival. Z is standing across from you who's having like arguably he's on the pace, I guess, for a career year, even though he we thought he just, you know, had one of those in Green Bay a couple of years ago. Like, what do you think is preventing this team from from going into games having the juice? Because, you know, the Bucks game, it's like, okay, yeah, we're playing Tom Brady. Like, it felt like there was a storyline or there was something you could get up for every game. And especially when you started losing, it's like, we got to turn this thing around. We got to get some momentum. It just felt really interesting to me to hear that. Cause I agree that, yeah, I mean, it seems like this team kind of gets up in certain moments. And I hope that that trend continues. I hope that they're fired up to go into Sunday and know that they have to kind of turn their season around. But sometimes you just wonder, like, what's missing? Like, where, where's the, where's the, the lack? Where's the, Where's the hole, I guess, in the boat? It Not in the locker room. So, right. I don't know. I mean, we've been talking about it all season. It's just like the needing of leadership. I think the needing to like believe in themselves, like potentially going out and showing up against the Bills is kind of like what they needed to say, okay, we remember who we are. But whatever it is, it's in the past. And I think mm-hmm. they need to like look forward. 
Yeah. And I thought it was, was really interesting too at Rogers locker. They asked him, you know, in 2016, when you said like, I feel like we can run the table. Did you necessarily believe that 100%? And he was like, well, not fully, but like it takes that kind of ownership. And he said like, he's like, that I probably need to play at a more elite level and elevate the guys around me. So that kind of ownership, I think, is going to go a long way. Yeah, I mean, like this kind this kind of ownership, I think, is going to go a long way into guys just like buying in. And if we, I think if we, not to put too much stock on this Lions game, but if the Packers come out of this with a win, I think that we could actually see a turnaround because we know it's going to get challenging right they've got the cowboys they've got the titans they've got the eagles so if you can give them a win and get them to start feeling good knowing they've got a home game coming up next like i think it'll make a huge difference yeah let's go run the season's over so yeah (laughs) you either uh run the table or close to it or you're watching the playoffs at home on your couch so i guess you know um the former yeah i would prefer the former let's talk about score predictions before we wrap this thing up I think this is going to be a closer than any Packers fan would want. I'm seeing like a 27, 24 victory. Okay. I'm going to take uh 31, 24. I'm going to say this is the game that the Packers get over 30. Finally for this. I've predicted that like six times, but <laughs> if I just keep doing it, maybe it'll happen. So I don't know. Right. I feel good. I feel like this offense is going to get, get things rolling. I hope so. All right, cool. Well, that is all the time that we have today. This has been the Packs What She Said podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. We so appreciate it. You can find the podcast anywhere you listen to all of your favorite podcasts. Please remember to subscribe and download the show. If you like what we're doing, you can follow us on social media. On Twitter, it's at PWSS Podcast. On YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram, it's at Packs What She Said. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Packers-Lions noon on Sunday in Ford Field. Thank you, as always, for listening. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 